Hi, I'm Valerie, and you're listening to The Beauty Brains. Beauty Brains, a show where real cosmetic chemists answer your beauty product questions and give you an insider's look at the cosmetic industry. This is episode 303. I'm your host, Valerie George, and with me today is the other most well-traveled cosmetic chemist, Perry Romanowski. Hi, Perry. Hey, Valerie. So good to have you back. Thank you. So I'm just getting back from Kansas, and you are headed out to... The Czech Republic. I'm going to go visit Prague this weekend, so we wanted to get a show... In before, uh, before I travel, we are always separated around the world, huh? Yeah, we are. Prague is one of my most favorite places. I had the opportunity yeah. to go there a couple years ago uh, with my university for a university event. They have a sister university in Prague, and I loved it. I loved the people. I loved the food. I loved the beer. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, I picked the wrong weekend to stop drinking, huh? <laughs> Oh, bummer. Oh, uh, yeah. What, what else is going on in your world? You know, I got that new new crazy kitty. Um, How's Ted doing? Uh, Ted, Theodore Logan, is he's good. Very friendly. I mean, like when somebody comes to the door, he runs up and greets him like like he's a dog. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, he, and he plays fetch. I like that he comes with tricks already. Oh, yeah. He's got all these tricks. But he gets a little bit crazed. I don't know. He, he eats food, and then he is just like... A bat out of hell, just running around the house, crashing into things. Wow! And he does have the four o'clock, four thirty in the morning wake up call now. <laughs> <laughs> he just wants you to be up with him. He he does. It's it's pretty crazy. But you know what? I have a new porch kitty too. A new porch kitty. You know the original porch kitty has kind of disappeared. Um, I've I've seen her, but I think she got chased away. Okay, so it's not that, because we thought Porch Kitty was possibly dead for a while. So you think Porch Kitty's alive? I think Porch Kitty's alive, but just moved on. Okay, moved on to a new porch. Okay. Yeah, Porch Kitty's progeny has, you know, like I said last time, Tuxedo was pregnant, I think. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. But there's another gray one who I call Benitu. He's now taken on the Porch Kitty role. Like, he wakes up every morning. He's out there waiting for me, waiting for the food. So... It's like I have a new porch kitty. Oh. Yeah. It's a, but it's, it's not a, the original. It's not the original. No. Oh. Well, I hope uh, the original porch kitty gets to come back. I do too. Hey, how do you feel about pudding? You know, pudding's good. Sometimes, you know, most of the times I'm not in the mood for it, but then when it's yeah. there and you eat it, you're like, wow, this is pretty good. I, you know, my wife makes fun of me for, for my love of pudding, you know, and I like it a little dollop of whipped cream on the top. No, I, I don't like it with whipped cream. I'm, I'm a pudding purist. Oh, well, you know how else likes whipped cream on pudding? Porch kitty. Porch kitty and my new kitty, Theodore Logans. <laughs> he does. You he guys does, are right. meant to be together. We are meant to be together. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, well, let's head over to some beauty science news. What did you see this week? Valerie, I saw some actual science. <laughs> Well, that's hard to believe. All right. Yeah. Well, the headline sort of got to me. So uh, the headline was, scientists knock 30 years off the age of a woman's skin. Sounds pretty incredible. Whoa. Yeah, they have this, uh, theoretically, this new age reversal technique 
that took the skin cells of a 53-year-old woman and made them the equivalent to look and behave like the skin cells of a 23-year-old woman. Wow, that's pretty incredible. They use this method called IPS, which is similarly related to the technology they use to create Dolly the clone. You remember Dolly? Yeah, Dolly the sheep. Uh, 1996, I think Dolly was born, right? That's right, and only lived uh, like six years. But Well, that's how they discovered telomeres, right? Exactly. She shortened the telomeres. Telomeres or telomeres? Yes, those uh, bits of DNA at the end of the chromosome, and as you get older, those things get shorter. But this process theoretically reverses that, this IPS technique, uh, and they essentially what they do is they take skin cells, a culture of them, and they bathe them in these bath of chemicals for like, uh, they did it for like two weeks, and in that two weeks, they looked at the cells, and the cells were reversed in age by 30 years, and they did that by some methylation aging test. So basically, they're proving in concept that they could, with just uh, chemical exposure, reverse the aging of skin cells, which is pretty amazing, and you're saying, well... Oh, this this could change everything, right? Yeah, if it, if it came to market, for sure. Uh, first right. of all, I like how they took a tissue culture from this woman, yeah, are making it sound like they dunked her in these chemicals, the headline, <laughs> right. right? And you're like, wow. I mean, really, right. it's just like some of her cells, right? It'd be interesting. Right. They did not take her. They did not take <laughs> no. her. No. I mean, I think a lot of work has, obviously, a lot of work has to be done in this area because that's just skin cells isolated, right? Who knows what the real implication is? You know, when looking at humans systemically and does this impact, you know, other parts of our hormones or bodies or, you know, what is the downside of doing this to cells? That'd be really cool to see the continued research on this. Well, they did include one little minor downside at the moment. So this isn't quite ready for prime time. Um, And that is that uh, it causes cancer. Oh, (laughs) you're younger, but you have cancer. Yeah, which one would you rather deal with? They gotta work that wrinkle out, but once that's all figured out, (laughs) this one's right out there. Oh my gosh! So don't look for this in your uh, in your store shelves anytime soon. But you know, in principle, this is a pretty interesting kind of event. Wow! Very cool. Well, uh, not necessarily news, but one of our patrons on Patreon, Noor, sent us a message and our recent episode about magnetic eyelashes caught her attention. Right. That was uh, two episodes ago, I think. Three. Very recent. Maybe. Yeah. 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 So we were talking about magnetic lashes, their side effects, and Noor felt that we should actually provide a warning to people who use magnetic lashes because she has seen pictures of a patient who went to an MRI, which is an imaging device in a hospital or medical institution, and they were wearing these magnetic lashes on. And the techs yeah. never thought of asking if her false eyelashes were magnetic because how on earth would any right. you know, normal person like think of that, right? And unfortunately, when you're in an MRI, you can't wear anything metallic or anything magnetic because of how the machine operates um, on its own. It stands for magnetic resonance imaging. It's kind of like putting yourself in a big microwave oven, right? Exactly. And unfortunately, 
the patient sustained third-degree burns to her eyelids. Oh, no. Yeah, so warning, if you wear magnetic lashes and you uh, go to a hospital and have any testing done, remove them or ask the technicians if that should be an issue. Yeah, Uh, and technicians, if you're... (laughs) Testing people with an MRI, make sure that you ask about the metallic uh, eyelashes. Wow. Oh, bummer. Well, hopefully she's okay and can heal from that. We did not think of that. So, you know, <laughs> it's you not something I would have thought of either. <laughs> so, Nora, thank you so much. Valerie, there's some federal bill that was just introduced or something? Over the last few years, Senators Diane Feinstein and Susan Collins from California and Maine, respectively, have tried to push various cosmetic bills through the federal system and they believe that cosmetics are dangerous and the regulations need to be updated and consumers are not protected from toxic chemicals in products and so they have added some important provisions to the bill that's going through in this new fda reform bill There are some provisions in their original Personal Care Product Safety Act uh, that was not put in place that are appearing in this bill, and they're very happy about it. That bill has been kicking around since, I don't know, I think I remember 2013, maybe even before that. It's been going around for a while. Oh, yeah, and it's never stuck. But this new FDA reform bill that's hit has taken some of the elements from it, the first being the FDA would have mandatory recall authority, uh, which they don't today. But to be fair, if the FDA tells a company that, hey, you should recall this, pretty much everyone's going to do it unless they're not a reputable company, right? Exactly. The other piece is that the FDA would issue regulations to outline good manufacturing practices for personal care products. I always thought this one was a little confusing because that information is widely available. Mm Mm-hmm on what good manufacturing practices are and how you should be operating. But I guess this would be more like required regulations. Right. If the FDA just sort of points to some guidelines, that might be different than them saying you have to follow these guidelines. Exactly. Additionally, companies, meaning brands, would need to register with the FDA. Right now, the registration program is voluntary. They would have to disclose the ingredients they use and attest that they have safety records for their products, which... You know, as a brand today, when you launch a product, you have to ensure the product is safe. So what are you doing to make sure it's safe? Uh, They would just uh, making sure that brands have that documentation on file. And what is interesting about this, like all of the big companies are already doing all these things. So who are these regulations for, except maybe small companies or people in their kitchen who wanted to whip something up and start selling it? Yeah, I think this is going to hurt a lot of uh, small business. Uh, The other piece is adverse health reporting. If somebody contacts a brand and has a serious adverse health event, uh, companies would need to report that. And the FDA would provide technical assistance and flexibility for smaller companies to comply with the law. So I guess they're taking care of small businesses there. But on the one hand, it's like they're trying to create this standard for safe cosmetics, but then saying, oh, but you know, if you're a small business... Then feel free to be unsafe. (laughs) Yeah, but like you said earlier, the bigger companies are investing in the testing. They're investing in quality insurance. They're investing in auditing their manufacturers. It's hard for a lot of companies on the smaller side to do that. So really, I'm not sure what this would do. 
I don't understand really. I mean, it could just become this gatekeeping to keep smaller brands out. I mean, theoretically, it should, it could make consumers a bit safer. Um, though you could just be safer by only buying, you know, your cosmetics at big stores and don't buy from small companies. Uh, that that would have the same effect, I guess. Well, the industry has yet to respond to this new bill, literally just dropped uh, today or yesterday. So we'll have some statements coming out from organizations like the Independent Beauty Association, probably the Personal Care Products Council, uh, which are industry groups to provide uh, their stance and perspective on it. I'm sure it'll be like this. PCPC, which represents most of the big companies in the industry, they'll say, Oh, this is great. We're already doing this, so yeah, we're we're, we're with you. <laughs> because it's expensive to be a member of PCPC. Yep. Right. And the the Independent Beauty Association, the IBA, they'll they'll probably say like, "Whoa, this is too much regulating. What are you guys doing?" Yeah, it's going to hurt small business. <laughs> For sure. I I think if anything, and often you'll see complaints about the cosmetic industry not being regulated targeted at big corporations and these bills would not affect big corporations. So what are they actually doing? It's, yeah. I think it's kind of theater of governance, right? They're, they actually pass these laws that really won't have any effect because the big companies are already doing it and the small companies they'll just give an exemption to if you don't sell enough. Exactly. Well, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, you know, likely it won't go anywhere like many of the other bills do. And we always put this out there, Perry. We always put it out there. If any you know, governor or senator or anyone wants to put together a bill to regulate the cosmetics industry, they should call us. We are cosmetic (laughs) chemists and we'll provide our perspective. And I mean, I doubt anyone's listening to the show uh, that is involved in this kind of work, but we would be happy to give you an insider's look at how products are made. (laughs) Yeah. And you never know who's listening to the show. <laughs> Sometimes my wife even listens. Well, <laughs> Mr. <not really>. Cosmetic <laughs> Chemist never <laughs> listens. Never. But it's always like, did you talk about me on the show? And I'm like, no, you have to f- listen to find out. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Oh, gosh. Well, let's head over to our beauty questions for the day. Our first question comes to us from a patron on Patreon. And our patrons are very special people to us. Perry's going to tell you in a second how you can uh, help contribute to our ad-free show. But this month, we are doing a giveaway of Vreya Cosmetics, their full range of a concealer, under-eye masks, and their third new product launching next month. You'll get one free set. To be entered in this patron giveaway, uh, you just have to be a patron on Patreon by May 31st. We will do a random drawing of the winner and connect you with the brand Vreya to get you hooked up to their new products. Yeah, a patron at any level. Just to do that, go over to patreon.com slash thebeautybrains and subscribe. Well, our first question comes to us from Timothy, who claims to be the biggest fan, no matter what the other listeners say. (laughs) And Timothy has asked a few questions here and there over the years, and we really do appreciate him. Yeah, they're great questions. Uh, By the way, Perry, when Timothy wrote this question in, he was writing to you with one cat sleeping on his lap and one cat sleeping on his feet. The other cat is under the couch. One big happy family. Wow, that is a whole cat family. (laughs) (laughs) 
Are you going to get more cats? I almost got that the new porch kitty to come in the house. I had a little uh, a little plate of uh, whipped cream, and I put it out there for him. Oh, my gosh. They, you probably shouldn't feed cats whipped cream. I don't know, but they seem to like it. <laughs> Sarah Bellum would kill you if you brought that cat inside. <laughs> yes, One cat's enough. <laughs> All right, let's get out of the question. Here. All right. Hi, Beauty Brains. Before I started learning about ingredients and skincare, I used to use the products by Dr. Hauschka because a cosmetologist sold them to me. Now, however, I look at the ingredients and I am less than impressed. In particular, I have been looking at this cleanser and I cannot for the life of me find any surfactants. Would this actually cleanse the skin? Especially since they recommend just rolling it on the skin, not rubbing. What am I missing? Thank you so much for your time. Rolling, not rubbing. Does that well, mean like with a jade roller? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's kind of a loofah, right? How would you a roll-, roll a cleanser, an oil cleanser on your skin? It's like little swirls. Uh, yeah, it's a good question. I think it's rolling with a jade roller. It could be. It could be. <laughs> uh, well, maybe Timothy could, could let us know some more specifics there, but what... He did let us know is the exact product he was talking about, so I was able to get the ingredient list. I looked at it, and there's no obvious uh, surfactant to me either. Yeah, it's mostly a lot of oils, and what is at the very end are a couple things that can help give the product structure and thickening, like xanthan gum and algin, and yeah. there is lecithin in it, which is a very, very old-fashioned emulsifier. Right. It's the kind of emulsifier you find in milk. <laughs> really? Or, or milk, you know, milk. Oh, yeah, yeah. M-Y-L-K. Fake right. milk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, right. anyway, so I think basically we have a lot of plant extracts, uh, some oils, and I believe this lecithin is probably going to help emulsify. There's also alcohol in there. Okay. Could help get some stuff off the skin, but basically it's a very, very, very weak cleanser and probably really like a true cleansing oil. Uh, There's no surfactants, as you suspected, Timothy, so I don't think you'll get a very robust, robust cleansing. I would probably imagine this would leave some residue on the skin. There's not even really... Lecithin is in there as an emulsifier, but there's not even really a surfactant slash emulsifier type that could help this convert when in contact with water it's it's kind of an interesting formula i would imagine it cleaning very weakly yeah if you are wearing makeup for example this is not going to remove the makeup no i don't think so you'd have to definitely follow this with a different cleanser for sure but this this looks to be i mean except for the water in there it looks like it could have been an oil cleanser right exactly or oil type bomb cleansing thing you know i don't know what the exact texture is but it's definitely probably a very oily feeling um and i would imagine it kind of to be like a old-fashioned cold cream of sorts right isn't that how they used to clean skin except probably like a weaker version yeah yes yes and only 29 dollars for you know around 1.7 ounces Yikes. Uh, But the good news is uh, you only mix half an inch or one to two centimeters of cleansing cream with warm water in the palm of your hand. So you're not using a whole lot. So it'll last a while. I I think you might be disappointed with the cleansing ability of this based on the formula. Yeah. Somebody must have liked it. They launched it. I'm sure it's nice. Have you tried it? 
No, I haven't. But I did notice also, I initially thought this was an oil present in it. The Prunus amygdalis dulcis sweet almond seed. I thought it was oil. It's actually meal. So this also helps act as an exfoliant as well. Sure. Um, so I would definitely say super gentle and I'm sure it's perfect for someone's skin. Just to clarify, the seed meal is, uh, so what they do is they take the seeds, they smush them, they squeeze out all the liquids and they probably extract liquids too. And then is that's the pulp that's left? Yeah. It's just like the physical stuff that's left yeah. over. I think to an oil extraction, they call that like the cake, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Or in in the distillery, they would call that the mash. <laughs> Could you imagine if we made a cleansing cream with mash in it? <laughs> oh, wow. That'd be pretty cool. That was a good TV show. Yeah. Mash. You'd probably have a hard time preserving that one. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. Well, Perry, I think that's all the time we have. You have a flight to catch, right? Yes, that's right. One question, but we wanted to get a show in before I left. So, yeah, I think that brings us to a close. Thanks for listening. And remember, the Beauty Brains are on Patreon. If you want to be part of that patron giveaway, go to patreon.com slash thebeautybrains and subscribe at any level. If you get a chance, go over to Apple Podcasts, leave us a review that will help other people find the show and ensure we have a full docket of beauty questions to answer. And if you have a question, just record it on your smartphone and email it to thebeautybrains at gmail.com to get your voice on the show. Also, follow us on our various social media accounts. On Instagram, we're at TheBeautyBrains2018. On Twitter, we're at TheBeautyBrains. We have a Facebook page and, one day, a TikTok. We have the page, just not the content. I was going to give a date to like try to commit to it, and then I realized uh, I'm not ready for TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> we're not ready for TikTok. But we are ready to say thanks for listening. <laughs> thanks for listening, everyone. And remember, be brainy about your beauty. Thanks, everyone. Kittens! <laughs>